Hello, this is Editing Kerry from the future. Uh, I'm just jumping in the front of the episode here to let you know that uh, when we recorded this episode, unfortunately, we, we lost a good three quarters of June's audio uh, in a way that if we recorded 20 seconds for June, uh, we heard about five seconds of it and then missed about 15 seconds after that. Uh, so it sort of cuts in and out throughout the whole uh, first half of the episode. Fortunately, we realized halfway through, uh, so the second half of the episode is just normal, uh, but the first half, June had some good stuff to say about Ratchet and Clank and Sea of Thieves, so we've put as much as we can in there, but just to let you know, it's a bit choppy, um, and if you need any more context on what's about to be said, then I'll jump in again to let you know what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, aside from that, uh, so the show is as normal. Uh, hope you enjoy. Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your weekly, usually source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me, as always, is Jeremy Bratitich. Oh, hello! I'm first this time. That never happens. <laughs> oh, hey! Sorry, I was in the middle of a in the middle of a stretch. And June Williams. Uh, here we are again in a lockdown, <laughs> which yep. we're getting pretty used to, I think. It kind of feels like normal at this point, but uh, how has everyone's last few weeks been? As exciting as Jeremy's, and by exciting, I mean the opposite of exciting. I mean, so, okay, so, yeah, so what What I believe you're talking about is I was very sick. <laughs> I was very, very sick, Um, which I, look, looking back on it, I'm glad I got sick when I did Um, because I got sick when Melbourne still had no cases. Yeah. Um, which meant that when I got my COVID test, I was not worried at all. Um, yeah. It was just a, an annoying amount of time that I was sick and I was really heavily sick really quickly um, with an infection. And then by the time I was better, Melbourne then started getting cases again. I was like, well, thank fuck that wasn't me. Um, <laughs> and which is, which is why the, uh, we, 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 we missed a week because um, I was unwell and unreachable and basically offline for a good yeah. like, six days. I, you know it's you know it's bad when um Kerry sends me a text message, um, <laughs> as opposed to just like DMs on Discord or whatever. Um, yeah, June and I were starting to be like, I don't want to I don't want to message Jeremy's housemate because like you know it's not Jeremy's housemate's job to like check in on Jeremy, but at the same time like we've heard nothing. Yeah, I, I, I went from being around to to like I'm I'm awake for four hours a day. Um, and there was and, like game announcements and console announcements and stuff, and there was just uh, yeah. I like funnily enough, I managed to be awake for about ninety minutes, and ninety minutes included that crappy PlayStation State of Play that they had. <laughs> I like <laughs> woke up and it was on in twenty minutes, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'll just lie sideways and watch it on my tablet." And then what when I finished, you? yeah, right. And then I finished, and I went, "I'm going back to sleep." <laughs> and so I just went back to sleep and woke up. Woke up like eighteen hours later. Um, but I'm back. I'm I'm good. I'm healthy, and we're in lockdown five, baby. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, we we come out on top at the end of this one, unlike the Rebels at the end of that movie. Oh yeah, uh, that movie that movie doesn't end well. Does it? No, it doesn't. But <laughs> it ends it ends poorly to end even better in the next one. Oh, yeah. Yes. In the movie that everyone says is the best Star Wars. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Minimap Cast. This is for minimap.com.au. That's our little website where we put on podcasts and uh, do the written word occasionally. You can find 
all other episodes of this podcast, the Minimap Cast, on that website and also on any podcast service of your choice. Um, just a, just a, it's been a while since I've said this, but if you're trying to listen to us or you are listening to us, but you look, you're looking on one particular podcast service and we're not there and that annoys you, let us know and we'll try and rectify that for you. We're pretty sure we're everywhere, but just in case. Yeah. Um, uh, we're also on Twitter, but we'll talk about that later. You can support us um, by giving the show a positive rating on your podcast service of choice or by going to patreon.com slash minimapau where you can monetarily give us some support in the form of uh, oh. capitalism. Um, and we also just wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv from their YouTube channel uh, for the music for the Minimap cast. Uh, you can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. It's got a new album um, coming out, and it's dope. Very excited. Oh, really? Cool. Mm-hmm. Did you just change glasses? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? what? Okay. Um, so we've got a bunch of games in here, and some of them are kind of cursory glances, and some of them are new releases, but there's one I want to touch on uh, off the bat. Um, during a couple of weeks ago, I lent you my PS5. It smashed out um, Ratchet & Clank in two days. Mm. The, gun, the guns do feel good. They do. I remember when we were um, so satisfying. When you were talking about where, like where you're up to and when you'd finished it, you were also talking about how you're feeling about using the controller as well and the feedback and stuff like that. Was, was there anything that really stood out to you with like the design of the game or or a particular way they use the controller? Or I can't speak to other PS5 games because I haven't played them, but like the half pullback on the trigger, because I like that. I like Gladiators. Probably my favorite Ratchet and Clank game. Totally. I think nothing will top Ratchet and Clank 2's arena with the B2 brawler, 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 and chain blade, chain blade, oh, chain, chain blade. blade. <laughs> um, the one that got me when you when you load into challenge mode, it just gives you two new guns, which I thought mm. was interesting. Um, which were which are old, um, yeah. older guns that have that basically just put in wholesale into the game for challenge mode, which was the bouncer and the pixelizer, which is that shotgun that changes everything to pixels um but it, it made it reminded me how much i love the bouncer i absolutely love it mm-hmm. uh, and then when it splits into smaller ones as well it's so devastating it's so good yeah yeah it, it's the trick with the rhino isn't it it's like as soon as you get it there's like not much to do with it <laughs> to go back and like you know collect everything properly mm. um and like i would have um but yeah it was really good and i really enjoyed it you know, it's the PS5 is something I, I use most days, but that's just basically because it's my Chromecast <laughs> on the projector. So it was very easy to just plug the PS4 in with the same cables and and just keep watching YouTube on the projector. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's that game is so good. I, I I took I didn't go back to it immediately once you brought the PS5 back. I've been playing more God of War on the on the projector that Sam and I can like watch along with. Um, but I went back to it a, a night or two ago and finished off the platinum. Um, which is really good. It's a really good platinum. Um, there's only two that are like traditionally like challenging slash obtuse trophies that I would say um, in like the traditional sense where it's like this is an obvious or I would never do this <laughs> kind of ones. There's there's only like two of those, so I think that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, going back and finishing it and. Um, Getting, I've got, I've got like almost all the weapons to level ten, and I, and I missed one gold bolt the first time around on like the last planet, so I finally, finally got back around there on challenge mode and picked that one up for the first time, and um, 
It's really good. I think I played enough of it in a short enough period that I probably won't go back to it for a good while. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've spoken about it a bunch of times on this podcast already, but it's just so good. I'm yep. so glad it's here. Mm-hmm. Me too. Remember what the planet's called, but the um the one that is like really big and open, and you get the the um boosters on your feet for the first time. Oh, uh, yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. That's um, okay. Neither. Anyway, I remember thinking when I was first, I was like, this is way too big. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think after you sort of get a feel for the, the boots properly and. Yeah. 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 This is excellent. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Sargasso um, just because like, that's yeah. like, that, that's a returning planet from um, the, the PS3 games um, in, in a different form. And I think, I think that one might look the best. I remember when you land there for the first time um, with um rivet and rivet um yeah and and like you, you get out of the you get out of the ship and there's just like this dense gorgeous looking forest and there's like these light shafts coming through like the through the trees and and like the the rays and the way the light hits all of like the different foliage and stuff i i just remember looking at it going like holy shit this game looks good um <laughs> so I loved, yeah I, um... I think that's my favorite you could fly over in the PS3. Fly over. What's her name? The the, the dragon. Oh, Trudy. Thing. Yeah, Trudy. Mm, no. I feel like you could. I- uh-uh. there, there there have been some times where you get get on a glider in some games. Um, yeah, in on in the PS2 one, there was a glider section in Ratchet Clank Two where you'd go up to these points and you'd have to glide through like this place, like obstacle course, and it was really tricky. Yeah. And um, in Tools of Destruction, I remember there was too because it was a really um, ham-fisted six-axis uh, yeah, six section where you had to steer thing. with the controller. Yeah, yeah, that was that. Man, I feel like I remember flying over that planet in one of the last games. Thing was, and like seeing it from a higher angle was mm. good as well. I, I think my favorite moment in that game is when you meet the giant robot, and there's that giant set piece on the grind rail, and yeah. like that whole <laughs> yep. section is like. It's just, it's just great. It's like, it's like a really good Naughty Dog section. Um, yeah, it is. And it just, it just, it, it hit the right tones. It hit all the right beats. It didn't go for too long. Um, it was really, it was, it was exciting. Um, yeah. It was a really great, great set piece. Um, yeah. The, there's so many good moments. Like the, the set piece at the start where, when Nefarious invades the celebration parade and then, like, the float starts tearing apart and Ratchet's hanging on and then you're grinding across the different ones and the Quark float is, like, dangling behind and then getting ripped ripped off and yeah. you're flying through Megalopolis. Like, that's so good. Um, and then I think I had a, I had another moment from that where you were saying, oh, I might have forgotten it. But in terms of favourite planets, um, visually, I really like Blizzard Prime, which is that one that's been destroyed but... And then you go back in time with the Blizzon crystals and um, it hasn't been destroyed yet. Um, but I, I don't know if you, if, if you two notice this, but when you go to the, the planet that's been like literally shattered into pieces and it's this purple asteroid scape and you're standing there, there's the sun out in the distance and then this like asteroid belt that goes across it and, and you're in these shadows and, and the, 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 the bloom and the refraction effects of the sun being passed over by these asteroids as the as this devastated planet revolves around itself it's it's so gorgeous it was definitely a it was definitely a the ps5 can load two levels at once <laughs> level <laughs> it was the medium of of the ratchet and clank game yeah 
Jeremy, as you've been as you've been unwell, do you want to take up take us on a take us on your gaming journey? Sure. So while I was unwell, I played nothing, um, and it was <laughs> it was honestly it was it was it was good because I think I was getting just a smidge burnt out of 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 playing a lot of things, um, and so it was it was nice to have that break while I was, um, you know, shaking violently in bed, trying <laughs> trying not to die. Um, uh, so I've I've played I played a few games since. Um, uh, the most, I think the, the game I've played the most, um, aside from my picture, which I'm not going to talk about because I don't have anything to say, um, is Final Fantasy 14. Um, I'm back on that train, baby. Um, for two reasons. One, because turns out I like that game a lot and it's real good. Um, oh, there you go. And two, um, because Fantasy Star Online 2 did not hit a niche that I, that made me really want to go back, um, much, which is a damn shame. Um, surprise, surprise, everybody! Oh, you should have seen the the, the fucking sick ass mech character that I made. That's real tall and got a fat ass and like flies around. Um, my robot is is dope because there are so many fucking sliders in that game, and so I just made this fucking mangled mess of a character. Um, and also, the funny thing about Fantasy Star Online is you can choose your walking um, cycle animation, and one of them is like hovering. Um, but if you sprint, um, your character starts running. And so like, it's like running is faster than hovering. It's real stupid. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so I've been playing Final Fantasy 14, um, because, uh, it is free up to level 60 and it includes heavens. Um, it's, it's, it's really good. <laughs> um, it's, it's really, it's really fun. Um, it doesn't so so I've I've been going online to to watch like you know starter guides and you know like how to really get into this game and a lot of them say like look if you're going to get into it like just do the main story for the most part go back to the other stuff later on when you want to level up some other skills and stuff but like do the main story and that'll be the the most interesting um way to play that game and it's 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 true um there's a lot of there's you know it's an mmo so there's a million fucking quests and when there are quests that are lower than the level you are it's not worth your time to do them unless you want to go back and finish storylines um when you've done most of the main story stuff that stuff will always be there waiting for you and it helps as well because when you choose your job in that game which is basically like your class um you can swap at any time and pick up new ones as you go so like i'm currently a um, the Thaumatage Mage or whatever it's called. Um, Tub Thumper. The, yeah, yeah, Tub Thumper. Um, and, you know, I, I, I've also started one of the melee ones just to see what it was like, um, but I've mostly gone back to, to, being, a, to being a Fire Mage. Um, and so when you change job, like each job has its own level associated with it. Um, and so keeping a lot of that side stuff for when you go back changing jobs and then going through those quest lines at the level that you would be as you change jobs uh, is the best way to do it, um, which uh, is is really interesting um, that they've given you plenty of avenues to go down. Um, a lot of the story stuff has been has been quite good. I'm like I, I know all about like the three grand companies as they're called, which are the three like big clans of the world. I got to choose one. Um, I googled what they do, and the answer is largely nothing. Um, like it'll it, like it, as in you're not going to be locked out of anything if you choose one or the other and you can always change later on, um, which is good because I hate having to make a really big decision early on and then getting stuck in it and realize that I wanted to make a different one. Um, yeah. It's basically the the Destiny 2 launch, like do you want to be Future War Cult? Do you want to be Dead Orbit? Or do you want to be the other one? Um, which is like largely 
like, you know, back then it meant nothing. Now it means literally nothing because they don't exist anymore. Um, but it was like, what color armor do you want? Mm. Um, and it's literally the same thing in this. It's like, what, what looking armor do you want out of these three companies? Um, and, but then like, they're not at war or anything. Um, I, I've, I've, you know, been picking up threads of, of the main story, which is, which has been interesting. Um, I've got a mount now. I got a, I got a chocobo, um, which is real cool. Um, my character, Franklin Funkalicious, um, <laughs> has the, the, the chocobo, um, oh fuck. What did I call my chocobo? Um, uh, you I, posted it yesterday. I, I did post it yesterday. Uh, discotheque. Um, that's right. <laughs> so we're fucking, you know, grooving through Aorzea, um, right in there. And it's like, it's, it's, it's a blast. It like, it looks really good. It runs very well. Um, and the music is amazing. Um, and a lot of, a lot of people in the game have been super friendly as well. Like I've just had like really lovely interactions where like, I'm in a, I'm in a clan cause someone invited me to one in the main city and I was like, yeah, sure. Um, and everyone in there is like really lovely. Like as in, I will like log in and people will be like, hello, Jeremy. And I'll be like, oh, hello. Like, and they'll just like welcome anybody who logs into that clan. It's, it's really great. That's cool. Um, so like, it's been, I've just been having a lot of fun just sinking into it, which is good. Um, so yeah, that's Final Fantasy 14. Um, and, and it's good as well because my subscriptions lapsed. So I, I paid for it ages ago when I first started playing and then my subscription has since lapsed. Um, but they automatically bring your character back into the trial mode, which is cool. So I don't have to keep paying to play that character that I already paid for at least once, um, mm. which is good because in WoW, if you ever bring a character from trial into um, a proper WoW, um, you can't take it back into trial mode. So if like I've got characters which if I ever want to keep playing, I'd have to give money, um, even though I'm not close to hitting any of the stuff that I'd pay for yet, um, yeah. which is a, it's, a, it's a shame, but that's just, you know, it's a... It's a 20 year old game at this point um <laughs> i've been playing mario golf how is it not great um oh no it's not it's not great which is a damn shame because i was really excited for it um it's so you know nintendo make both they make mario games and also they make party games and they also make mario party games this one <laughs> hits the terrible balance of not being fun enough to be a mario party game but also not being interesting enough to be a golf game and so it's got a really <laughs> weird like level of 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 uh it's got a really weird curve on it where like you'll be shitted at the beginning um but by the time you're good at it like the fun has uh, the fun has left um so you don't want to <laughs> keep playing it is wild how much they've just missed that mark um which is a it's really annoying um the i i did the speed golf where you're just like everybody's hitting the ball at the same time um that was you have to run between yeah yeah you have to like run over to it it's not there's no competition in it um like there is like you get you get points for for getting the ball in first and also your points for getting the ball in in least amount of strokes but I never felt like I was competing against anybody. Um, even though we're all in the same map running around trying to beat each other. Like I never felt like I was like fucking with anybody. It was just like, I'm running and also Bowser's running next to me. And like also King bomb from our 64 is one of the characters, yeah. <laughs> it, which is really funny. Like I like that a lot. Also the, um, the American football oh, running. The, the, yeah. The, the fuck's yeah, yeah, uh, Charge and Chucks. Yeah, they're a character as well. From I want to say they're from Mario Two or something, or Mario, nah, Mario World. World. Right? Yeah. Um, weird character that, choice. They were from the '90s section, not the '80s section. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and it's also only two player on one console. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. That's that's disappointing. It's it's like I I think it can't handle like mm. four players. Um mm. Which is a shame. Like, and like the game looks okay. Um, I did some of the story mode, and it's awful. It is so bad. It's like they're bringing me through this tutorial, but like they've got like Koopa, Toad, and a bunch of other annoying characters as well, like mm. telling me the story. But they have like five voice lines each. But they have so much dialogue to get through because it's fucking golf, and so you hear the same awful, annoying, fucking voice lines over and over again. And my housemate's sitting next to me, watching me play, and he's like, "Are you playing a golf game, or are you just listening to Toad go ah! over and over again?" Because it <laughs> fucking sucked. Um, yeah, it was it. It's it's not great. Um, I was uh, I was at work and. It was like the week after it came out and someone came in and was and was like, oh, I want to return this. It was golf. It was Mario Golf. And I'm like, oh, okay, what was, did you, what, did you not enjoy it? Or and like, I didn't realize, like I was expecting like a, like a Mario party, like really fun and simple and lots of tricks and items and stuff, but it, it's kind it's of just golf. a golf game. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, not, it's, it's not a golf sim. So golf people won't enjoy it and Mario party people won't enjoy it. And so I don't I've also heard that for. most Mario Golf diehards don't enjoy it either. Right. Well, there you go. Um, both of them. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so that's that. Um, I got two more here. So, Rocksmith Plus is in closed beta at the moment, which I'm in because I signed up when it was announced at E3. Which um, is one of our our few things that we were actually that we actually gave any craps about when we watched Ubisoft. Maybe the only thing, um, honestly. Uh, it, and it, boy oh boy is that not good um, which is so disappointing I'm so upset because I was so looking forward to it um, so if anyone who's not familiar it's imagine if you had a mic on your phone or your computer if you've got like a door um, or like any any way to pick up audio and then your guitar becomes a controller in a in a more learned based Guitar Hero style game where you've got like mm. the fretboard and you've got the um, you've got the notes coming along and it tells you where to play your actual guitar um, while teaching you guitar as well as teaching you chords um, and it picks up the sound and plays. Um, and there's a version of this game that came out years ago. Yes, yeah. This is not a, this is not a new product, but this is a, like a revamp of um, of a product of old. Um, I want to say like a 360 era, I want to say. Um, it was like 2013, 2014, I think. It was right around the next gen turnover. Right, right. Um, and this is, uh, when it launches, it's going to be a subscription based thing, um, which is how they have to pay for music nowadays. Um, and it's supposed to teach you how to play guitar. So, um, for context, I know a little bit about guitar. I'm very amateur and mostly self-taught and partly taught by my father, who's a very good guitarist. Um, but I know how to play enough. Um, I can do chords, I can do scales and I can play notes. Um, this is maybe the worst way I've ever been taught how to play guitar. Oh, um, no. <laughs> like, and you know, look, I know, I understand people learn different ways. Um, my favorite way, because I don't know how to read sheet music very well, if at all, um, was tab, which is the, the basically most guitarists don't know how to read sheet music. So tab is a great way to know what note to play with what finger, when and where, um, without having to like understand musical notation. Um, this is like bad tab. Um, so 
the way they teach you songs is there, there's a there's a cool thing in it which is there's an adaptive difficulty. So you'll start off at zero. It's called mastery. So you'll start off at zero percent mastery, and as you play, it'll detect um, uh, the notes that you're playing, and then at the end it'll give you a score, and then it'll um, gradually increase your mastery of the song as you get better and better at what they're giving you. So you'll get more and more notes as you play. But the way they decide what you play is not by playing the basic version of the song and then giving you the, the more intermediate version of the song. It's just they just don't give you many of the notes. And in in my mind, I'm like, that's not too bad because then I'll have plenty of time to make sure that I'm that I'm getting ready for the next note and I'll be able to hit it. But they don't give you any time to see what the note is. They still give you a really short amount of time to see what the note is, but they give them to you so far so far in between that you're like waiting for a note. <laughs> And then by the time you get it, you sometimes you don't have enough time to react to get to it because um, one of one of the good things about Guitar Hero's difficulty, for example, is on the easy modes, they only made you play three strings. And then as you get higher and higher difficulty, they give you more and more strings to play. And mm. that's harder to do when you've got an actual guitar. But what, you've got literally six strings. Yeah, like when you have six <laughs> at all times. Yeah, totally. But like they also don't cap off any parts of the fretboard. And so like I'm playing – so one of, one of the songs they recommend you play is Barracuda by Heart, um, which is, you know – yeah, which is like – and it's it's a it's a pretty simple song to play. A lot of it is just – and it goes again. And it's like – and so you have plenty of time and – like they, they, they'll give you some like, dung, 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 and then they'll just stop for a bit and they'll give you like the, they'll give you the ding at the end of that little like lick. But they're really far apart because the dung is, is, an, is a muted open E string. And then the like ding is like on the 12th fret on like the, no, it's, not the 12th, it's like, it's like the 15th fret or something. Um, on like the, the G or B string or something. I don't quite remember off the top of my head. Um, but they give you such a short window to react to that. So, like, in my mind, I'm, like, getting to, like, you know, I'm, I'm on the open string. And then I'm waiting for silence to, to try and guess what note they're going to give me. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a really poor way to learn a song. Um, and it's also, it's also very slow um, because I'm also not internalizing what I'm learning because, I, like, it's not teaching me the song. It's teaching me these notes at these times. Um, which is not actually teaching me music. It's teaching me no. that specific thing. Because um, by the time you get to level 100 and you're being given all the notes, you have to get rid of all that other stuff that you've learned for playing an incomplete version of the song. That, yes. That's absolutely useless. Yes, it, it, it's, really, it's really not a good way to, to, to teach music. Um, what it should give me, which is how I learn songs, for example, is if I'm learning a song just, just by playing chords, I'm not, not, not playing any notes or anything, and it's like got like some more uh, intermediate chords, for example, because um, I'm not good at barring chords. I'll, I'll play it just on the open strings first, get used to the pattern of it. If it's like you know, like A major seven fifth or whatever, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know like chords or whatever. But like if if it's a really like if it's a, if it's a pretty intermediate song, I'll play the basic version of that song first incorrectly so i can understand the pattern of it and then i will slowly like introduce a, a more correct if not the correct version of that chord and then go up from there um 
or go online to Marty Music or Marty Guitar rather because he's like been doing it for over 10 years at this point and has made thousands of videos on YouTube and introduces them the exact same way every single time for 10 years which is hey what's up Marty Schwartz here from Alt and it's like it's he's been doing it the exact same for such a long time he's so good at teaching you guitar um he'll teach you basically where to keep your hands um in the general area of how to do it which is like how you do that um it's really really not great um so disappointing i'm so disappointed by it um the the and like i found doing it on my phone or my tablet as a as a mic not great either um it didn't always pick up what i was playing and i i started off playing fairly quietly because i was in my room and i had like housemates who were like it was getting late and then wanted to go to sleep. Um, so I wasn't playing it too loud. And, but then the next day I was like, I was awake, I was awake all day. And so I did it in the middle of the day when like people went home and when like, um, I could just play as loud as I want. And I'm like hitting these strings fairly loud on my electric guitar. So it's not like, it's not reverberating like an acoustic would, but I'm hitting it fairly loud and it's not picking all of them up in a way that was really frustrating. Um, so I had to like, bring out my old interface which we used to use for the podcast find the adapters throw my guitar um into that adapter and then output that into my uh into my other mixer it was it was a whole thing um and my my look my audio situation is is a little bit jank anyway but like it was a it wasn't great. Um, it wasn't. It's meant very, to be easy with this new one, right? That's part of the whole deal. Um, the whole point of using your phone as a mic was meant to be. It's super easy, um, and it's on a weird delay as well on the mic because it runs off a computer. It doesn't run off an app on your tablet or phone. So, the the mic on the tablet sends that not to your computer directly, but to the internet server, which then oh. you have to pull down on your computer to grab the audio. So there's a delay. Um, and so the first thing I did was go into the game and turn off me listening to my audio because it was a delay of about half a second and music that's far too fucking much. Um, look, it's in beta, um, but oh boy, not great. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, do you reckon they'll, they'll patch some of the issues out with the microphone? Look, audio, like, you know, like I can't even get zero delay in, internally on my own PC. Um, I, I can get zero delay internally on my Mac because like Apple's audio software and like hardware, like codecs and stuff are like, uh, industry standard. They're incredible. Um, but like, I can't even get zero delay when listening to my own voice inside my own PC computer. Um, so they won't be able to fix that. It's just not possible on windows 90% of the time. Um, I don't it looks like a fairly finished product it what it feels like to me because when i started the beta and when i stopped playing it which was about over about five days um the only changes i could see were them adding more songs um so and and, and like that's the thing i feel like because there's 100 points of difficulty on every song because it's a it's a gradient of, of of a percent i feel like the difficulty levels have been left to an algorithm um which is not how you should do music tutorialization. Um, it cannot be algorithm based. It has to be like, you know, taught. Um, so I, it ain't looking good. Damn. Yeah. Real, real upset by it. I'm excited to try it, but yeah. Hey, look, you know, absolutely give it a go. Um, you know, they'll give you like a, whatever fucking trial for the services or, you know, pay for a month or whatever. 
The barrier to yeah. entry is going to be quite low, which will be the best thing for it. But like, I don't actually see people learning how to play guitar from nothing from this. It might teach you basic chord progression, but you can do that better on YouTube. That's the thing. They're competing with better free services on YouTube. Good luck to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and finally, just to cap off what I've been playing, um, Skyward Sword came out on Friday. Um, so I, I, I played it on Saturday. Um, I have never played any Zelda games on the Wii or the Wii U. Um, I'm, I'm quite enjoying Skyward Sword HD on the Switch, um, mm-hmm. which I was very surprised about considering that it's the blueprint for Breath of the Wild. Um in 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 quite a few ways um and i don't like breath of the wild it is so different from breath of the wild oh no yeah but i mean like it is the closest thing to breath of the wild um that zelda had done in the past yeah which is to say it's like 40 percent close <laughs> oh sure no like breath of the wild is, is a very different zelda game but it like it shares a lot of the same things um but it yes. also feel it also does feel like a very classic zelda which is what i like the most um link to the past is my favorite zelda um and this does feel like that, you know, the Zelda formula of like, you know, go to some dungeons, get some items, go to go back to places you went before, get better stuff, like, you know, and that um, formula I like a lot. Um, mm. The intro was a lot shorter than I expected it to be considering the talk about it, I think because I've actually shortened the intro um, to the point where when I put the game in and I put my Switch in the dock and sat on the couch, my housemate who's very into Zelda, I was like, I said to him just before I hit start, I was like, does this game have a really long intro? And he like cracked up laughing because he knew that it's got a really long intro, but it, it's not nearly as long as, as what I expected. Um, I think, and a lot of the, I th- sorry. I was just going to say, I think the intro, right? Like the, the start when you're in Skykeep at the start, that bit isn't too long, but the first section in Farron Woods after that does take a while. Yeah, but I feel like, like, I, like, cause I'm in that point. I'm in that part at the moment. Um, I'm getting towards the end of the, the woods section. Um, it's like, yeah, at that point you feel like you're in the game. Um, so it's not too bad. Like I'm not, I'm, I don't feel like I'm still in the tutorial, um, okay. which is good. Um, the game well, looks that's quite definitely good. improvement because a lot of people felt like that whole game is a tutorial on the Wii. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Like it's like uh, the game looks quite good. It's got a good style that lends itself to being brought along to um, fresher hardware um, because it, it's not going for ultra realism. It's got a very sort of not painterly, but like brush stroke style, um, which looks really good. The, the music is great. Um, I found that it was the first Zelda that included a full orchestra um, and it really shows because it's got some gorgeous music. Um, the characters are fun. Um, like they're goofy, dumb Zelda characters, but they're, they're really, they're, they're quite endearing. Even Goose, who's like, you know, ultimate like Chad character, uh- uh, say it properly, please. His name is Groose. Oh, sorry, Groose. Um, <laughs> um, I called my character Lunk, um, which, is, which has been really funny to just have everybody call me Lunk. Um, it's it's very sweet and childlike, and um, I'm honest, I'm having a, I'm having a good time with it. Um, so um, I I honestly came out of that game going, yeah, I'm gonna play more of this in a in a much more positive light than I expected coming out of it, because it's the it's the era of Zelda that I didn't quite. Well, I didn't. I didn't play, but also I, I've never looked at it really much and went, "I really want to play that." Yeah, it's also the oft-maligned entry. Yeah, yes, yes, and and I will say the the button control version of that game is far inferior to the motion control version, um, which is not great either. Um, the actual combat itself is like it's weird because um, it's very like you know 
wave the Wiimote around. Um, yeah. And the, the motion controls are better on the Joy-Cons because they've got better motion tracking. Um, but also I still have to um, re like recenter the, the, the motion tracking like every minute, um, which is very often. Um, but they put that button on the face buttons because they know that you're going to lose tracking all the time because the Joy-Cons are kind of shithouse. So it's like they knew that it was going to come in a little bit rough with it feeling not great. Um, but, oh, my God, it's far better than just using the fucking stick to wave left to right, up and down. It's, it's weird. Um, I'm enjoying it, though. It's okay. Great. I'm, I'm glad. I mean, having looked at some footage, like, it, it looks better than I was going to give it any credit for, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. seeing it run at 60 FPS was and more than 480p. Like, seeing it run at 1080p 60, it's honestly jarring having played so much of it on the Wii. Um, it looks really fantastic. So It's quite sharp. They did a good job on it. It's not worth 80 bucks, but they did a good job on it. <laughs> no, I don't have it. It's it's one I'm I'm actually really familiar with it. Um, I played it two, two and a half times on Wii. Um, and also like from when I was 16, you know? So it's not like I... I remember when I played it for the first time, it was 10 years ago, I was getting towards the end of high school. Um, and so because of that, I, it, it's all up here. <laughs> I, know, I know this game. Um, but, but seeing the footage um, has definitely made, it, it's definitely turned it from a, I don't even think I'll bother to, I'm excited to pick it up at some point when maybe I find it for a bit cheaper or maybe I'll borrow from Jeremy and he's done with it. Like I, I actually do want to definitely play this version. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> cool. Well, I reckon what we'll do, we're at about 40 minutes into the show. So um, why don't we run through some of what you've been playing June and then we'll go to break, do the question and then I'll throw in some of my stuff because a lot of the games I've been playing, it's pretty short um, impressions on before we jump into the other topics. Um, June, take it away. Uh, this is Editing Kerry again, just letting you know that this section we're talking about the Dark Pictures anthology game Little Hope that June was playing with their housemates. Uh, yep, that's it. Very, um, the dialogue is very jarring in a way. Like, it doesn't sound like they're even talking to each other. It sounds like there's more. Um, so I haven't gone back to it, but I think I will because I, I do want to finish the story and I'm not that. I, I looked at the I, so I've, I just googled it and I, I've looked at the 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 monster in it um and it's it's a scary looking monster I, I mean it's nothing scare me so like yeah um just at the best of times it's interesting right because it's almost like they've locked themselves into this formula which has kind of shown to not work anywhere near as successfully as until dawn um you know if they if they'd been able to make until dawn but it wasn't a PlayStation property, like, you know, like FromSoft did with Bloodborne to, well, I mean, they were already making those games, I guess, but um, they kept making them after Bloodborne as well. Um, yeah, I, it's a shame because it's going to mean when they do finally come out with something that gets people, it, they might have lost all of their, their goodwill. Is Werewolves the next one? Or is it? Oh, it's like it's like in a tomb in in the Middle East, except you're playing a bunch of U.S. soldiers who oh, that's fall right. into it. Yeah, they, yeah, you're like your jarheads. Yeah, but you fall into a tomb. Get back. Maybe I won't play the next one. Maybe I'll play the one after that. Yeah, that's um, maybe a good idea. No, but it looks like a really bad episode of Love, Death, and Robots. So I think you have to play it. What's it called? House of Ashes. Yeah, House of Ashes. 
it's not really a good indict a good endorsement of the game is it when like those games well it's like when we played Man- when we played Man of Medan we spoke about it on the podcast at the time but that was like the ideal situation right where we had like six people yeah. and there were a few drinks and like we just stopped playing <laughs> and we never went back and th- thinking back to the story of Until Dawn it's it's pretty fun like it's it's like like it's a not yes, it, like it's got some good twists in it. I think which which you know, like you're playing it again, you, you're not going to have the best experience that you had the first time. Um, but you 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 had a good time the first way through because it was a good roller coaster of a of a B grade horror movie. It's like no, your character might die off, and you might get a different, a whole different, you know, couple of scenes that you didn't see. Oh, sure, yeah, absolutely. But like, I mean, like. Like light sport. Well, I mean, spoilers for for until dawn. Um, at this point, people should play this game. Um, I I didn't know about the Wendigos in that game when I first played it. Um, yeah. I thought it was clowns the whole way through. <laughs> um, imagine my surprise. <laughs> um, so like, yeah, and like I I could actually remember moments in that game as moments of like story beats. Um, whereas like. I don't actually remember anything about Man of Medan. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, yeah. Um, it's not the greatest indictment on this franchise, considering the, the, the first two games have had, like the first two games of this um, franchise at least, have had a middling to bad reviews. Um, yeah. And House of Ashes doesn't look great. Um, <laughs> uh, the villain in, in, in House of Ashes is Pazuzu. Um which I, I want to say is like Zazu's cousin. Well, I want to say it's like Aztec or something. Um, but like, I think that they've done a they've done a bad job because the collector's edition you just get a statue of the monster, um, which is like that makes it way less scary. Um, mm. You should have a box that says, "Hey, the monster's inside." You should open the statue when you finish the game um, to make you. Nope. People, okay, well, he, here's what, what Inside did, is their collector's edition is a spoiler for the end of the game, and they shipped that out a year later, <laughs> which was incredible that they hid that. Well, um, like the Spider-Man collector's edition, right, when they came out with the statue, and that's it, like Spider-Man on the, on the pile of, like, and of the pile of, like, equipment that made up of the, all of the um, enemies, but they didn't want to reveal um, Doc Ock. Which you, which is a very early spoiler for the game, um, but they didn't want to reveal that at all. So they they said, "Oh, and it comes with this statue, but we just can't show it to you yet because it, the game <laughs> we're, we're we're saving that for you." I, I want to say they showed parts of it, um, but they blacked out some parts of the of the statue in the graphic. Um, and I like, yeah. like, like they, they did say it was for spoiler reasons, um, but yeah. So ah uh, well, I really hope that the next. Well, maybe not the next. The, the, the premise of the next one just absolutely turns me off it. But um, I really hope that I really hope they turn it around, or once they get out of this anthology, that they can spin up something a bit more. Uh, and then also, uh, yeah, did we want to touch on uh, our Sea of Thieves session the other day when we when we started playing the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff? Yeah, we we. We really have well, we spoke about Ratchet again for like the fourth time, and then it's like Mario Golf and Rocksmith and Little Hope and Pirates of the Caribbean expansion for Sea of Thieves ain't great at all. I feel like we're not really sure that 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 is that is a a fair and valid thing to bring up. Um, that one yeah. fourth was no. exactly yeah. 
say about it, really. Well, it's like what you're saying about the about the Dark Pictures anthology, right? It's not a good endorsement of the rest of the product. Even the rest of it's going to be good. They've turned us away by the start. So we we played, I want to say, maybe two hours um, yeah. of it. Um, which we all got kicked up the server, or <laughs> yeah, when when everyone got kicked and I was sitting there in a pirate ship alone, just like. Or what about when we were on the uh, we were on the boat of the damned and we didn't realize that we had to open a door and we just uh, fucked around for like ten minutes? God. Okay. Yeah. So so right, let, let's let's back it up real quick. So okay. So th- the way the way the game starts is you go to the island, which has got a couple of the characters from um, the movies. Calypso is one of them. Um, she's the person that turns into like the god of the ocean or whatever. Um, the movies. Spoilers for Pirates of the Caribbean three. I guess. Um, uh, like the. um uh you go up to her and she talks for like what feels like an age um which is not good because so like i don't know if i mentioned the little podcast but i've been saying for a little while now that sea thieves has been leaning into some story some story driven content um for about a year and a half now with like ashen ashen tides or whatever the fuck it was called and some of the other expansions and they don't really tell a story very well um they've put out some good content like some some decent puzzles and some good like adventure stuff um but they they keep bogging it down with this story stuff and the way they tell the story is they just have an npc they're just talking um and you're in a video game that is all about doing things and all about you know how do i pass the time of what i'm going to do on the ship and so you have a million dumb things to do at your disposal to do while you're waiting to get from point a to point b and while you're not getting from well, while, while you're going waiting from point a to point b point a being she started talking and point b being she finished talking you just have like instruments or emotes or jumping or I'm holding a map or whatever, right? And so, yeah, you had a dog, which was which was great. You got you got the dog with the key from the first movie, yes, which is which is an excellent addition. Best part um, about that expansion so far. Yeah, right. Um, and so I'm sitting there just like dabbing while this character is talking about, like talking for a long time, talking for far too long about a story which they have no, which you have no reason to care about because it's not the Pirates of the Caribbean story and told really poorly. Um, waiting for this big rock with a portal in it to open. By the time it finally opens, you hop in and there's like this creepy looking, um, like misty ocean area, which is um, like taken out from what, from the first or second, second movie um, where they, they. In that there's, there's no like story being told over the top of that time either. Right. It was yes. just like nothing. And it, it went for like five minutes. Yeah. And, and also you're in a version of the boat where you can't actually fuck around with the parts in the boat. They, they, they put you in like this like cutscene version of the boat, which means you can't fuck with the cannons. You can't actually steer um, because it's supposed that it's taking you through like what is a fairly cinematic little section of the game where you just have to slowly go through like the little, a small ocean of the damned um, and you go through another portal and that's when everyone crashed apart from me. And so I'm sitting there on my boat alone waiting for everyone to relog. Um <laughs> And we enter this like uh, beach part, um, and there's a there's a largish island, and there are skeletons, and there's an annoying skeleton head we have to take and find a body in, and there's like the puzzles were okay, they were good like platformy, like you know, climb the rope and you know cut this rope to make a platform fall, and then hop on that platform and jump over to this ladder, and it was it was fine. Um, that was the only a- like okay part about that, I think. Yeah. It also, went- you're all forgetting like. 
with so that cave bit with all of the with all the platforming was good, except for the eighteen times we heard "Dead oh, Men right. Tell No Tales." That's right. Yeah. So sorry. So getting to that island, we had we had to go through a very long cave section, um, which was which was like which was pretty. It was pretty decent in terms of the actual stuff you were doing. It wasn't. It wasn't difficult at all. You were like, you know, finding skeletons and then and then doing mini puzzles. Um, but oh my god, they're telling the worst story ever in the worst possible way. And they said, "Dead men tell no tales," like like not an exaggerated amount. Maybe twenty times. Um, it was so much, and they said it the same shitty way every single fucking time. Um, yep. And then we kept seeing these dead men, these ghosts, Tell talking. Tales. They told us tales. The dead men literally... T- fuck. Um, <laughs> so we get to the island. We fuck around with the skeleton man for a little bit. Um, and then we put him... And he's really annoying because like, someone has to carry the, the head, which means you're basically not doing anything. You're just carrying a head that's like exposition dumping. And it's not good. It's not fun dialogue. Um, and... And it really harkens back to maybe the best skeleton in any video game, um, skeleton pirate in any video game, rather, um, is Rusty Pete from Ratchet and Clank, um, <laughs> for 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 two reasons: one, because he's a great character; two, in uh, the PS3 versions of the game, when when you defeat the the the, the, the evil Captain Slag, um, for the rest of the franchise, Rusty Pete is in control of the pirate army and has Captain Slag's head on a stick. Um, and he shows you that by saying, I have slag on a stick. Um, and it's really funny. It's great. It's so good. I would much rather have played through the entirety of Quest for Booty than, than <laughs> going through this, this story. Anyway, I don't Can guess. I also just point out now that we're talking about Ratchet and Clank again, you know how his like alt is dimensional persona is Pierre Lafaire. Yeah. Lafaire is like iron in French or something like that. Oh, really? That's funny. So it's like, like iron Pete. <laughs> As yeah, to, which is like as well, opposed to Rusty yeah. Pete. Yeah, that's was my favorite. My favorite character of that, that game. Oh, he's so fucking funny. So good. Did you also, did you crack up when you see Zircon for the first time and he goes Namaste? That's like his only line in that know, game, and it's, it's so very good. good. It's so fucking good. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Um. So yeah. So after we did a bunch of like decent, I guess, puzzles. Um. We then hopped on the. The Ferry sh- of the Damned. Yeah, the Ferry of the Damned, which is the same boat that you um, go to when you die in the game. You you stay there for about a minute and a half um, before oh, you can safe. go back into the open world, um, which is a really – it's still a really weird punishment for death in that game. Um, it's not a not a well-designed part of that game. Um, but they finally did something with it, which is something, and then you go down into the gallows after, like – not realizing you have to go down to the gallows because nothing is explained and they don't do a good job at telling you you can move shit because like they're, they're just, they've just given you a bunch of like a few mechanics in this game, which they've never given you at any point else in this game at all. Um, and then you meet Captain Jack Sparrow, um, which is like, he's fine. You know, it's, it's Jack Sparrow. It, the, the actor is the same actor who does him in all the other non movie media, which is like the, the the go-to guy whenever there's a video game which has got him in it which is basically just this kingdom hearts and disney infinity um he does a good job except he doesn't walk around the ship he'll take a few steps and then fade out of existence and then fade into existence into another part of the ship and keep talking and then fade out and the whole section takes about five minutes um which is a long fucking five minutes and then we get to the fight (sighs) 
Yeah. Then we get to this long, drawn out fight where you're fighting the same sea monsters over and over and over again. Yep. And while- Jack's at the front of the boat that you like can't interact with any of his the enemies he's he's fighting. And he's he's going through the like twenty seconds of fighting animation over and over and over again. And then when it loops, it misses a frame, and so he disappears for a frame of it too, which was absolutely <laughs> fucking wild that they that they that that fell through QA, because um, that's not a that's not a hard fix to fix. I've fixed that before. Um, and then you fight the flying Dutchman ship, um, which sucks because you're just loading cannon, fire cannon, loading cannon, fire cannon, like for like an age. While you can see Davy Jones just like might as well just be T posing at the fucking wheel of the ship, and, like not moving, not looking, barely animating, just like idle animation at the. It was so not good. I think we had a few revives, but no, there's no dying. No, it um, wasn't. It wasn't hard, and and, and you weren't piloting the ship. The pilot, the ship, uh, the ship was being piloted by the the ghost man from the like from the death screen um yeah so it didn't feel challenging at all really just felt like how long and then and then it was over and we were all glad and i may as like i would just prefer to play the normal game and do nothing except for sail around yeah yes i'd rather play the normal game and have the movie up on my second monitor because at least (laughs) that point i get the good music which is not in the game um the the song the pirates of the caribbean song the is it john williams i don't know no no it's hans zimmer it's hans zimmer the song the great hook honestly the best part about kingdom hearts 3 was that that song was actually in it <laughs> it wasn't even in this i can't fucking believe it yeah i i don't get it it just it's such a you know it's They've snatched defeat in the jaws of victory. For this, in this, in this part one of four, yes, they have. Yeah, we haven't done uh, two, three, and four yet. We probably will at some point. But like, I want to see Davy like Jones. Yeah, but like, see Bill Nye. I I just had no, I didn't care at all about anything that anyone said. And there was a lot of talking. There's a lot of time where the talking was the only thing that was happening, and there was there was no reason to care. There was there wasn't even any like good movie nostalgia moments. It was like, oh, you know, you know, Jack trips over a jar of dirt and it breaks and there's nothing in it, but that, you know, makes you think of that thing from like the second movie. Remember that? No, it's just it's just feckless, you know? This is is there's nothing to it. That's a great point. There was no parts in that in that entire thing that made me think of the movies at all. Yeah. No, there was the part with the dog with the I did see that. There was the actual dog there. You know what's real funny though? Putting your dog in the cannon and hearing it whine <laughs> as I fired off into the fucking sunset. It's got it's got the greatest, saddest fucking yelp as I fucking fire it to the moon. I, I still maintain that the worst part of Sea of Thieves is the is that you have to play without the players the whole time. Because uh, I've been playing a little bit this last week as well, just like by myself and also with a couple of friends. And uh, it's really like, you know, you have a bad encounter and then you have a couple of good ones and it makes up for it. Um... Yeah. Sea of Thieves. Dead men tell no tales. <laughs> Apart from when they do. Apart from when they do. Uh, we're going to throw it to a break, uh, cover the rest of the games I've been playing, and then a couple of announcements. Um, but not before we talk about the question for June's Question Corner for this week. Uh, have a think, everyone. We will too. And uh, we'll be right back. 
Podcast. It's time for this week's question from June's Question Corner. June, what is the question? What is a game that you like to multitask while playing? Have you ever noticed that sometimes you ask the questions the same way Owen Wilson talks in that really cut up version of that Marvel interview? (laughs) (laughs) Now that you mention it? It's my first time in the Marvel (laughs) Universe. (laughs) I do, because I like, I break it down like that. I'm so sorry, but also you're welcome. (laughs) How is this the second time we've brought that up on this show? Because it's such a great clip. I love that, man. Um, June sent me a great tweet recently. Uh, I was racing and, and Woody Harrelson fighting over a boogie board. That. I didn't know how you felt about it. It was very good. I think I was really sick when I looked at it. You say fighting over a boogie board? Fight, sorry, fighting right. on top of a boogie on, board. On like a stand-up <laughs> paddleboard. Oh, yeah, on like an inflatable something. Yeah. Is that like, like Best Buds or something? Yeah, wrestling. I don't know. Maybe. I'd probably. like to think so. hope so. <laughs> anyway, answer the question, please. answer the question Um, I've got a bunch of answers to this because roguelikes pair themselves very well to multitasking Um, also I sometimes in my spare time I don't know if you all audience or participants of this podcast know this but I sometimes edit podcasts and while I do that I play something while listening Um, so early today when I was like, oh, I've done some, I've done some premiere tutorials, learning some extra stuff. What am I going to do? Ah, oh, I'm going to play some Smash. And while I did that, I stuck on a podcast. Um, I, I like doing that a lot, playing Smash and doing something else. Um, I don't know why, but it's like, I don't, it's just good to have something else going on at the same time. And it's tricky because with, with Smash, I actually pay so much attention that I basically don't pay attention to the other things. But <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it feels a little less, um, monotonous or I can tune out if I start getting really demoralized and tune back into the podcast I was listening to. Um, but that's just one I was doing today, but oh, I've, I've multitasked with nuclear throne, binding of Isaac, dead cells, enter the gungeon, um, Marvel's Avengers. Uh, if I ever had to do like open world cleanup stuff. So Spider-Man and God of war and, um, so many things, so many things. I love doing that stuff, listening to podcasts and doing that stuff. Uh, mine is so I had a couple so for for a while like I, I to your point Gary I, I have also um, uh, played Smash while editing a podcast um, well like a, a little while ago closer to when that game actually came out um, but I, I did that for a bit um, Rocket League I think is my big one um, I think because I can I can turn off my brain while I'm playing Rocket League um mm. And I'm just like, it's just me. Uh, <laughs> and I'll just get into like this flow state where I'll just be quiet. And I'm just like, you know, like, you know, like a thousand yard stare, quiet kid in the corner, like that level. I'm just like looking directly at the screen and like I'm, I'm seeing what's happening on the entire screen, but I'm not actually moving my eyes. It's that, um... Uh, like when you're playing like Guitar Hero and if you think about it too much, you fuck up. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like that, it's like, like you can't, you're, you're concentrating, but you're not really concentrating. You're not really there. But also, playing off in the zone. If you think of it, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm just, like my, like my eyes are out of focus a little bit. Like I'm like looking like about five centimeters either before or after where the screen is and so everything's a little bit blurry. Um, just because it helps me like, 
taking everything all at once. Um, I do that a lot with Rocket League. Um, uh, and this is not quite, this is, this is just going off what Kerry was saying before, but while editing a podcast, once I put on my VR helmet and I was playing Gorn in VR while I was editing a <laughs> podcast, I, I like, I routed my, the podcast audio into my headset <laughs> through like a third party, like audio app. And I got to like an hour into Gorn before I realized like I had missed the break. And I had to take the helmet off, go back and then re-listen to like a good 20 minutes of podcast to find because I realized I didn't listen to any of it. <laughs> there have um, been times where I've done that with the podcast where it's like, this isn't working. I can't play this and yeah, end the podcast. Yeah. And which is a shame because I, I love playing Battle Royales to kind of like wind down and like you need audio in those games. And so I can't, I can't like zoom in out and play those. Um, but um, yeah, like I think my my biggest like procrastination game is like probably Rocket League or um yeah, mostly just mostly just Rocket League because if I'm if I'm if I'm ever watching a mo- movie or a show on the other monitor um it, it can't be a game that I need sound for um and I've I have Rocket League muted more than half the time anyway so what about you, Jim? I like it. Uh, my go-to is Diablo three. Ah, oh, good one. Um, and then yeah, just turn the volume down slash off. Um. I've been doing it a little bit with Sea of Thieves this week as well, um, but I don't really have many, and I kind of, I do kind of want to find another one because I'm not really playing Diablo that much anymore. Um, and Sea of Thieves sometimes is like, you do have to concentrate, or sometimes the music gets a little bit too much, and see that I don't really want to turn the music off completely in Sea of Thieves. Um, but you know, when you're playing, things. yeah, and when you're playing by yourself as well, it's like um, a lot of downtime on the boat where you're not actively playing music with someone else or whatever so like it's good for that but when you're not sailing you kind of have to think about stuff um so if you have any recommendations of games to play that's why i asked this question because i have any recommendations interesting, <laughs> interesting. Too. um I and i guess maybe an mmo would be good for that or something as well but yeah um i, I realized that i i i just so um people close to me know this um, I have a million apps on my phone because um, <laughs> I never delete them. Um, and I have 64 gigs of space on my phone. Well, apparently I have one gig of space on my phone. But like... It's finally I, up, happened. Up, up until, honestly, like last year. Um, and I, I've had this phone for a few years now. Um, I've just never had to delete anything ever um, just because I'm like, yeah, fine, I've got 64 gigs. What am I going to delete anything for? Um, I have so many idle games on my phone um because the beginning of an idle game is so like you know fucking good brain chemicals um and, and then and then it slows down um but like the the like the, the way they hook you into these games is they they give you a ton of progression really early on in the game and so i fall into that trap so often and then uh i stop playing them because then it's like yeah we want you to like you know spend money on this and i'm like ah i'm goodbye um so like <laughs> uh honestly like i I'll, a big time sink for me is those games like literally every idol game under the sun I've, I've, I've played it interesting best one i think maybe tap titans 2 that one's real good um a lot of really good uh monsters in that one um but also, uh, 
similar, less, less similarly, uh, I spoke about this a couple weeks ago, um, Balloon's Tower Defense on, <laughs> on iPad um, is very good. A lot of hours right. into that. And it's, you if know, anyone, if you, anyone, um, if anyone else has recommendations, for <laughs> games to multitask to, that'd be great. What, what's wrong with what I said? <laughs> I think you, I don't think you could pay me to play an app game that has Titans in the title. <laughs> what, why? What's wrong with Titans? No reason. Does it have a man yelling on the front? No, it's not one of those. It's, it's, it's not, it's, a, it's like, it's got genuinely pretty good art. Um, it's okay. not one of those. It's not a. It's not a uh, Clash Royale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Battle Brigade, <laughs> Boom City, motherfucking <laughs> game. Um, it's it's got genuinely good art. I'm a clan. Um, we do raids. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, and if I if I don't if I don't do raids and they kick me out of the clan because I'm not active <gasps> enough. Um, what and, happened to me in the Final Fantasy 15 mobile game? Oh, uh, yeah. You, Wait, you ever played that one? No, the like, the one GB one. It came the out one? like no, the other one, like the, uh, the tower bad one. one. Yeah, the bad one. But like I, I was playing that like when it first came out, and like I was like pretty high up in the clan because like no one was playing the game, and um, they kicked me out after a while because I was not playing anymore. Anyway, go on. Uh, the good thing about um, well, because when you're ready, you got to tap a lot. Um, that's <laughs> not one. It's not one of those games where like. You know how, like, in, like, Cookie Clicker for a good long while, like, clicking the cookie is meaningless because you're making so much? So the progression in Tap Titans 2 is very good because you're upgrading your clicks a lot of the time as well, and they keep pace with your with your Titans as well, which is great. So um, when you do a raid, you've got to actually be tapping. Um, and the prime uh, tapping procedure is to cup your, cup your thumbs together with your palms out, um, have the phone rest... Um, from the bottom of your palm o- over your thumb and then first, second, and third fingers um, down like spider legs, like an upside-down spider. Because <laughs> the pinkies, for some reason, it slows down um, the amount of taps. I don't know if it, it maybe you can't handle like eight taps at a time, but like six <laughs> fingers going down on the on the phone, um, that is that is like prime um, Tap Titans 2 rating technique there. Uh, that's, a, that's a pro move. Top, top tip, all right. Hope that I'm right. This is this bizarre version of Jeremy that knows all of this <laughs> random crap that I've never heard him talk about. He's got a freaking tap technique. Yeah. Well, because the, the, you know, you got like, you know, buffs and stuff and they only last two minutes. So you got to get as many taps in in two minutes as you can. Just to, all right, just the, to question, the question for next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, June. We didn't come, didn't come to the goods. It's fine. I'll think of something in my own brain. Um, the question. I, I have a sorry. I have a genuine answer for you. <laughs> uh huh. Tony Hawk. That's true. Got me there. It is coming to Switch. Maybe. Tap, I think it's on Tony Switch. Hawk too. <laughs> I think it, I think it's already on Switch. I've heard the loading times aren't too bad. I've heard they're really, really bad. Uh-huh. Oh. Who do I they're trust? Like, Who do I believe? Like eight seconds in between a restart. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, that's bad. No, that's bad. It's not. That's not that bad. It's just you're used to playing it on PS5, where there's literally no loading, or PS1, where there's also literally no loading. Eight seconds is too long. It's far too long in between restarts. Anyway, next week, the question <laughs> is: uh, What game do you think would have worked better as a movie mm. slash TV show? <laughs> oh yeah. Mm, yeah, let's do that. Movie or TV show? Yeah. Yeah. Well, two answers: movie 
and then TV show. Mm, no, it's too hard to think about. Yeah, no, I won't. I won't guarantee you two <laughs> answers, but it, you know, if you want the extra credit, Jeremy, go for it. Okay. Harry's <laughs> like, oh, if you insist. Uh, so what we're gonna do? Well, I'm just gonna fly through some of the games I've been playing over the last few weeks, um, and then we'll first. talk. <laughs> then we'll talk about the other stuff. I, I had no idea you played it. Jeremy, if you had asked me 24 hours ago if I had, the answer was, what? No, that's not even on my machine. What happened? So I've been playing through God of War, right? Things okay at home? (laughs) 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 So Sam had their wisdom teeth out about a week and a half ago, right? And so Mm -hmm. Sam's been convalescing, spending a fair bit of time on the couch just playing stuff so that Sam didn't have to like pay attention to anything, but something was happening, Um, which I'm more than happy to do. It's a good time. And God of War has been great for that. Uh, but yesterday what happened was uh, we got to the end. We got to close to the end of God of War. Got to the point where Mimir is like, all right, lads, like, let's, this is the point where he basically said, hey, you're at the end of the game. The next thing you go and do, you need to be, you need to have all your gear ready. And I'm like, ah, fuck. Uh, I'm not, I'm not ready to do the, the whole chunk of the end game. Cause it's like, it's like two sections. It's, yeah. It's like three hours. Yeah. I was like, ah, it was like 10 o'clock. I'm like, I'm not doing that tonight. Yeah. And then. That led to me like just sitting on the home menu, just being like, "I've platinum Ratchet already. Uh, I could try this. I could try Final Fantasy. I spoke to Sam about Final Fantasy. I'll talk to that in about about Final Fantasy 15 in a minute." And then Sam was like, "Why don't Why don't you try Kingdom Hearts?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was yeah, I." Oh. <laughs> and then and Sam was like, "I don't know. Like, didn't Jeremy say the second one was better and like you should try it?" I was like, "Yes." So it's like, why do you do that? I'm like, oh, fine. <laughs> so I installed Kingdom Hearts 2, well, the, the whole remix again. Yeah. And we watched a, a quick YouTube video while I was downloading. And then I'm, and then I'm starting it up. And I'm like, oh. And I'm remembering all of the, the sounds as the logo splash. And I'm like, turns out I, I, I have a really negative impression based on my experience of the first game from, uh, well, what, nine months ago now? Uh, yeah. Um, and I'm so I was like, okay, uh, I, all right, let's let's start. Let's see how this goes. And then so I turn on for Kingdom Hearts two, and it and it starts. And then it says Square Enix presents on the front, and it's it's in that fully CG rendered mode. And I'm like, oh no, it's another FMV like music video. Yeah, just like the start of the first one, which I hated. <laughs> and so we're watching this. <laughs> we're watching this thing, and I'm. And it's playing, and Sam's like, "Wow, their feet are really big." I'm like, "I know, I hate their feet. They <laughs> make they creep me out." <laughs> and then it gets the their the, the FMV. It's just their shoes. That's even worse. <laughs> no, that's not even worse, but it is bad. I, I really so don't much like worse it. if their feet were big. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, it's it's what I've ex- it's what I've presumed is happening is they've got these big bulbous like gourds, like they're walking around with pumpkins for toes. Um, gourds of war. <laughs> I'm a god of war. <laughs> um, anyway, so this FMV's playing, right? And um, it's recapping all the first game, and I'm like, oh yeah, there's Kyrie, and there's Riku, and then oh yeah, Riku's the bad guy, and then Kyrie's asleep, and then that's right, Sora has to sacrifice himself to Kyrie to wake up, and then they find him as a heartless, if that's what they're called, I don't remember, or nobody, I don't remember, I don't and then. Like 
and then they get resurrect and then he gets resurrected and then they find Kingdom Hearts and they open Kingdom Hearts and then they close Kingdom Hearts and then at the end of the game they have to go find Kingdom Hearts. I'm like, oh. No, they, go the- <laughs> they, go, they go find the king, but you're right. Yeah, I, nothing I've said so far has been wrong except maybe a couple of names. But And then they start recapping some of the GBA games that you told me I should skip and not worry with, Jeremy. And I'm like, who's that? Who's yeah. that? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> anyway. So I I, I found like it out all night. I point out that this is all this is like a three minute video. This is like and there's no there's no. Dialogue. It was like it's, five minutes. It was like five minutes. It's a long video. Song. It's a song. It's long. It's not short. Okay. Anyway, then the start of Kingdom Hearts two finally happens, and I'm playing as Roxas, right? And they they, t- they it is much faster to start than Ooh. than one. Thank goodness. Although I was playing by the time I stopped playing at half an hour yesterday. Still nothing had happened. So it, it's better than the start of Kingdom Hearts 1, but it's not great. And where I left it was when I had to do these tasks that gave me 30 or 50 money each. <laughs> I, I, I wish you had told me that you were doing this so I could tell you that you only need to do one of them. What do you mean I only need to do one of them? You need to do one and then, and then you can just progress. Doesn't it, does it save anything? Like, do, do I need to get the 800 money? Why do they tell me I need to get 800 money then, Jeremy? Uh, oh, no, sorry. You need to get... Oh, it's Sorry, it's been a while. You might need to get the 800, but you can get it done in, like, 15 minutes. Oh, 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes of these games that suck and give you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they give yeah, you yeah. so little. Anyway, I left it when I had to do, like, boring chores. The gameplay felt a little better, but, like, I really... I'm not. So I didn't let, realize how burned and jaded I felt from after playing that first game until I started trying to play the second, and I was just angry. I, I let, let me give you let me give you just the 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 advice that I give anybody to play Kingdom Hearts two. So and it's just like the the Roxas section is very very quick. Um, it is it is the it's not pro- quick enough, Jeremy. No, like it's it's real it's real quick. A lot of the stuff you have to do like I think you have to do each of the games once, and then that's it. Um, each of the okay. games, um, and then you just you move right along, um, and then it'll be like it'll be intentionally confusing because they're not giving you all the information at the beginning because it's like it's like you are that part of the game you are Roxas out of his depth, um, and then about like an hour in, um, depending on how quickly you go through some of the stuff, um, and also the, some of the cutscene links. Um, it's, it's been a hot minute since I've sat down and played the game without skipping cutscenes. Um, then you'll be Sora, and that's like the kickoff of the game. Um, it's the I'm trying to think of like I'm trying to think of a of a similar um like. Uh, Is it like Metal Gear Solid Two, where you play a snake and then kind of yeah, it's kind of like that. And then you don't play a snake for the rest of the game. Yes, yes, it is like that. But instead, of, but imagine if you were riding for the beginning of the game and then you're snake for the rest of the and game. And then you're snake, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's very much like that. You are like it's 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 not a very long section, and then the moment you go as Sora, like the game is like, hey, you're in it. Um, there's there's far less. Um, like fucking around in like Travis Town and all that shit. Like there's, there's no, there's none of that stuff um, in there. It, it would be like, imagine if Kingdom Hearts 1 skipped all of Destiny Islands and you started off in the town and then after that you're on your way to the different worlds. Yeah, um, which, would, which would be better. We'll, we'll I- see. If this game can make it so that I don't like turn it off and go to the theater mode just to finish it, then yeah. I'm, I'll be having a great time. 
But um, I looked at it. Turns out I have zero trophies in that game. <laughs> yeah, I played I it for like six hours. I got zero trophies in the first game. Yeah, Don't you maybe it was only showing me like zero percent because I played Kingdom Hearts two. But like on the PS five, it said zero percent, zero out of fifty seven. Right. Okay. Um, th- also, the, mo- the 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 player controller itself also changes when you go from Roxas to Sora. Of um, because like because they feel like they feel like different characters. Um, and the Sora one feels even better. Um, okay. Way, way more fluid, like faster. Like Roxas is kind of heavy. Um, Sora is kind of like it's it better. It's just better. Um, if if you I, I like, to, I, I gotta I, say, Jeremy, I, it's not looking good. No, I mean, like, I am shocked that you actually went back. Um, Me too. <laughs> and, like, you know, like, if you want the, like, if you want the director's cut of how to get to the part of that game which is better, um, you know, I'll, t- I'll tell you what's optional and I'll tell you what's not optional. I-, I, can give you the, I can give you the main, I can give you critical path to get to, like, the enjoyable part of that game, which is just, like, the moment you're done with Roxas, it's, like, really good. We'll see. We'll see. There's some there's some cool bosses as Roxas. There's there's, there's some neat fucking fights. Like, we'll see, fun. Jeremy. I'll I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. I, I always said from the beginning, if you're ever gonna play, you should play two first. Not from the beginning. Yes, but that, but that's a, that's we'll we'll get we'll talk about Kingdom Hearts later on. I'm sure we'll get we'll we'll come back to Kingdom Hearts later. Cannot wait. Um. So I've been playing God of War. That's been really good. The story's great. I'm getting to the ending, which is going to be interesting. Because Jeremy and I had a chat about that recently, and I was like, hmm, maybe I'm remembering this incorrectly. I need to go in again and get a fresh perspective. Um, but so far, it's been great. When I think about the story of the game from a like a zoomed out lens, I kind of like, this story's a bit weird. But it's a fun journey, right? It's a fun, it's fun to go along with. It's fun to be in. It's a story um, incredibly well told. Yes. I agree. Uh, I was playing Smash before. Uh, turns out I'm way worse at that game than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> or rather, it's been ages. And so I'm, I'm trying to... Yesterday I was playing against uh, 1v1s online and I lost every match. And then I was talking to Sam afterwards and I was like, I'm grumpy because I, <laughs> I lost in all my Smash matches. Um, and then today I was playing against level 9 CPUs and I, uh, I lost against all but one of those. So we'll see how much longer I stick at that. I've definitely gotten worse at it though compared to when I was playing it when it came out, which makes sense, but it's a rude awakening. Um, the other thing is, I so the other night my Wi-Fi dropped out, but I had previously installed Final Fantasy 15, so I had to stop playing YouTube, but I didn't want to go to bed. My so Wi-Fi. I played... What? God, that was a stretch, Jeremy. What? <laughs> is that a reference? What? Keep going, oh. Gary. Keep going. Okay, thank you. Jeremy's so happy with that one. Look at him. All right. Um, so I was like, all right, I got Final Fantasy 15 installed. I'll give it a go. Uh, similarly, I only played about half an hour of this one. I didn't love it. And I know I didn't really get into the meat of it, but like the combat feels really weird. Like, Have you played I that game before? I played the demo. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, the combat feels really weird. I don't quite get this whole hold the combat button to attack and then also like warp away to like just hide out for a minute and then come back. And also your spells have like limited uses. It's a it's a very different type of Final Fantasy game. Yeah, are you comparing it to 7 or? 7 Remake is the closest thing. I mean that yeah. and Kingdom Hearts honestly are the closest things that I've got to compare it to. Yeah. 
Um, it's weird that holding the button is the thing. I mean, I, I've played hundreds of hours in Final Fantasy XV. I feel like um, it becomes so streamlined that you don't think about the combat at all anymore after a while. What, really? Yeah. I don't know. I like the combat in fifteen. Okay. But maybe that's just because I have done it so much. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't have done it so much if there was nothing there for you to latch on to, right? Yeah, yeah. Also, Cindy's character design is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's awful. It's so bad. bad. It's she played so the bad. VR game. <laughs> <laughs> she drives you around. Yeah. You have free don't, don't the camera. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean don't play the Final Fantasy fishing game? There's a, there's a great... Um, Bit from one of the like uh, Giant Bomber D three moments where there's like it was like a, the, the the night of the the, the games journos check in and they're talking about the the booth that they had set up for the Final Fantasy fifteen VR thing where Cindy's driving you around and how they were keeping count of how many people in the middle of a packed booth might I point out with lots of people around watching this demo <laughs> and also. Everybody that was in line for this demo was in line for about 40 minutes watching everybody else play this demo. So it's not like it was like, it's not like a, not, it's not like people went into the demo not knowing people were watching. And them just like, you know, putting on the VR helmet and just moving their face into like Cindy's, let's just say lap. Um, <laughs> just to get like right up in, the, like sort of like a fucking like, you know, like a, a uh, Tex Avery cartoon where the wolf sees the pretty girl and he's like, oh, God, like full on, like face in breast. So gross. Um, and apparently, um, it, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was, it was uh, Griffin and Austin Walker, I want to say. Um, and they were, they were in line watching it and the person in front of them heard what they were saying and realized that people were watching. And so when he got there, he like looked around at like very politely at the car and <laughs> looked at Cindy and like sort of like nodded like hmm, yes looks yeah right okay like very like very acting like they weren't trying to curve <laughs> on her the entire time fuck so bad so bad like like maybe worse than Tifa like I think definitely worse than oh Tifa. so much worse yeah so bad yeah. Anyway, that's the same game, and you know when you started it up, it says character designs by Tetsuya Nomura. It's like, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have uh, a favorite of the four, the four boys? Ah, it's far too early. Far too early. Early, early impressions? No, they're mm-hmm. all they're all boys in leather. Sure. <laughs> Their voices sound surprisingly similar to each other, more so than I thought they would. Jim just gave the most Australian like head twitch and smile like hey. <laughs> <laughs> of approval. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll check back in to see if I've played much, but yeah, it's far too early. You're, you're um, on that Nomura train at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, loving every minute of it, buddy. You gonna play Wardens with you too? No. <laughs> I don't know anyone that will. Uh, what I have I played know, the I most know, of. So many though. people that will. Really. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. different from the first. I don't know. I feel like people that like, like love the first, I feel like the first has such a cult following. But... It, it does. It totally does. But this is just like a different game altogether. <laughs> it's really weird. Anyway, go it's on. Like, uh, it's like that, uh, like that No More Heroes GBA game they released. Hmm. Um, what I've played the most of in the last few weeks is Halo 4. Uh, I played through the whole campaign. Did you? I did. 
Ron, I've been sick for a long time. Jesus. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Halo 4, Kingdom Hearts 2. Fun- Look at you go, Ken. <laughs> so, Halo 4 is interesting. What it... So, obviously, this is the first game that wasn't developed by Bungie. Um, this is also the first Halo game I've played without Jeremy for this for the campaign. <laughs> so, um, and it made me realize that I think I prefer playing these games to get the story, playing it through for the first time. I think I prefer playing them alone because you miss a lot of that story when you're fucking around with people. Like, I saw this YouTube video the other day talking about this moment when the Flood uh, are in Halo 3 and they they ally themselves with you for a short moment and how people playing that the first time like found that really impactful it was it was like such a moment and i watched that and i was like i barely remember playing that <laughs> with, with jeremy we're probably making silly jokes or like talking about the the implications of the story at the time or something like that but point being i wasn't i wasn't in it you know i would like to point out in that moment because that's a big moment for me as well playing that for the first time uh, when we played through that moment, um, you actually reacted to it like, "Are you playing with the flood?" Because I remember that because I didn't want you. I didn't want that moment to be spoiled for you at all. So oh, I that's went. Cool. I went dead silent throughout that entire section because I was like, "I really hope the reaction is because this part's really cool." It's cool, but it left no lasting impression on me. You know. Yeah. But, you know that's fine. It's about to happen. So playing Halo Four was interesting. Um, you know, going you forward, I. Th- so how do I feel about the game? Uh, I think the gunplay is fine. Um, I like some of the new weapons they introduce, except for the shit ones. Uh, the ones that feel good feel good. Yeah, there's a lot of shit ones. There are some shit ones, but like a lot of them feel okay. Yeah. Um, I think for me, the the biggest letdown for the game is just the... You know, I was talking about how the God of War story, when you like zoom out and look at it from afar, it's kind of like it doesn't make that much sense. Like just before. This one is like the same. Where it's like, this is like, they just stumble across everything until they get to the end. And it's like, we got to stop the bad guy. It's just like, oh, they were asleep in deep space. And then it's like, oh, we got to wake up. We're being invaded. Why are we being invaded? Oh, there's a big planet. Oh, we're on the planet. The planet's a, it's a machine. Oh, we got to, fo- oh, the humans are being, have found us here. And oh, we got to stop them. Oh, we can't, we couldn't stop them. We got to go save them. And then it's like, oh, the humans are leaving. Like, it's just, it's just one beat to the next to the next. Like the, the story stumbles along. Mm-hmm. until it's like oh the enemy is going to destroy humanity let's stop them um and it's fine but it's it's not great no. yeah <laughs> um it was fun to play through it unlike the other halo games so i don't really feel like playing them through again yeah um had some cool moments uh and it was a good challenge playing through like new halo but the other thing it made me realize is that the pacing of halo games is kind of weird right where it's like Sometimes you get the story beats and it's just kind of like you got to go through a whole lot of gameplay of, of just like shooting corridors. Yeah, that's like a large part of Halo is like like the story's great. And then sometimes it's just like you've got 40 minutes of shooting ahead of you and not much else. Especially the first two. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like in, in two, I'm thinking like when you get to high charity, there's a lot of shooting you got to do in that game. But yeah. getting in and getting out. I think um, I think by three they 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 not, they dialed that in to the perfect amount. Um, but totally. Like one and two, like there's a lot of just like, hey, we're in. Might as well be in the same room again, shooting the same enemies. Yeah, yeah. Three and ODST and Reach have such good pacing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, four kind of eases off on that a bit. So it it's fine. I I kind of want to give the multiplayer a bit of a go, although I'm not sure what the player base is on it to sort of get a 
a good feel for how it uh, feels competitively, but it was fine. I'm glad I played it. I'll probably play any future Halo games single player uh, alone for the first time um, going forward, but it's good. It's good. I'm glad I did it. Do you enjoy the didact? It's hardly in it. Yeah. It's kind of shithouse. <laughs> yeah. There's a forerunner with, with teeth coming out of his bottom lip. and Yeah. And then you, you plant a grenade on him at the end and he falls away. <laughs> then you win. How fucking curvy they made Cortana in this game. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking weird ass. Like, they, they redesigned her and they, like, they not good redesign. No. Not really. No. Um, Tell you what, though. The one thing that really heightened for me is I'm so morbidly curious to play 5. I am dying to play 5. I really, really, really want to play 5. That's the thing. I just want to. I just want to get my own impression on this game that no one likes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Still haven't finished it. Yeah. I thought about installing it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's one step closer than Fire Emblem Three Houses got. So you know, lucky Halo Five. <laughs> uh, so we've got a couple of things to talk about. Just at the end of the show here. Um, when Jeremy was sick, you know, like we were saying earlier. Uh, we didn't. We didn't really hear a peep out of him, um, including when they announced finally the new Switch model, the new, the the one that we've all been waiting for, the the heavily rumored, more powerful, competent 4K DLSS Switch that's gonna blow your socks off. Um, except that's not what we got. No. We got the the Switch OLED model, retailing for seventy dollars more Australian than the standard Switch model comes with a slightly bigger higher quality screen with better speakers uh much better kickstand and a dock that has an ethernet plug in it to start with and white joy cons and that's the extent of the changes of the switch oled model but i haven't i'm so excited because i haven't even heard a whisper of your impressions on this jeremy or june um so i'd love to hear what you both have to say about it uh i don't have any thoughts (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like i don't i don't know it's, i like the kickstand thought that was neat uh-huh. that's it that's it, it. it's hard to there's have nothing else there's nothing out. else exactly it's nothing it is literally fucking nothing it is <laughs> what a stupid fucking announcement this dumbass fucking company that doesn't know how to fucking like just accidentally stumbles into you know i've said this once i've said it a million times they don't deserve the success that they have um, this is just a nothing iteration. This is like, this shouldn't have been an announcement. This should have just been like, <laughs> Hey, look, like, you know, guess what? Like, this is just replacing the current model of switch. This is so, just a slim model. Was there a reason why they didn't make it 4k? So there's been guesses. Yeah. Th- th- there's nothing concrete. What, what I believe. So this is so, so the Bloomberg report that came out a little while ago from Bloomberg Japan was talking about what they, what, what they were planning on doing. And everything lines up with that report aside from the console itself. And what they were reporting was a switch that would have, like that would have a dock that would allow to output at 4K and it would have DLSS um, uh, super sampling in the console so that it can run games at a higher resolution and it would be a bit more powerful. And this is not that. Um, what some people have speculated, which I'm 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 inclined to to, to agree with, um, is that what they were planning was using a special type of silicon for the chips. Um, 
and the silicon that they were planning on using for those, for that chipset that was going to be more powerful um, is impossible to get at the moment. Um, it is the reason manufacturing for um, like electronic goods at the moment is really, really difficult um, because it is in such high demand. Um, the, the supply for it is minuscule. And so there's a very good chance that that was the plan for what they were going to do and they had to pivot really late towards this. Um, and there's a good chance that they still have plans for that version of that switch somewhere mm. down the line. Um, weirdly, they responded to an article um, by Bloomberg that was different, that was talking about the profit margin on the new switch. And I don't, like they were basically saying like, hey, this article is inaccurate. Um, and they also mentioned that we are not looking to release a new version, um, like a, a, another model of the Switch um, anytime soon, um, apart from the Red model, um, which I think is a lie. Um, I think they, they, they still are, but I think they just have to wait because they can't actually manufacture them at the moment. Um, I think that this is like a crap upgrade. Well, it's not an upgrade. I don't know. Any, like, That's the thing. Like I was like I was thinking about it because I was I was awake around the time it got announced, um, and I was like I went on the website to to go look at one of the pre order and I looked and I went I have literally no interest in this, um, and like that's me <laughs> who <laughs> like buys stuff because I want new stuff. Um, I have next like I, look I'm interested to see the quality of the screen. You know I like yeah. OLED displays. You know. Hey, Vita, way ahead of the curve. Um, but like, like the only reason I think that anyone would get it is if you already didn't have a switch. Yeah, if you don't have a switch, switch absolutely. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. still, it's not for seventy bucks. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, looking at so, I think that's that is the UK use case for a tune exactly. Is if you don't have one already, you're looking at spending four hundred seventy dollars retail. Or you could spend $540 retail. Yeah. $540 retail for the new model. Only $70 extra. And you get that that extra screen size, the better screen quality. And the thing the thing that gets it, it it's interesting, right? Because you look at, you know, we were talking to a um, friend of the show earlier, earlier um, in the week. He was saying on Discord that he doesn't like to use his Switch in bed sometimes because it's too heavy. It's easy to drop. It kind of hurts. It's not great. And that's what, what I hear people say is so great about the Switch Lite is that it's really good for those moments. Like it's that little, it is literally lighter and more hand holdable. So it's better for those moments where you're, you're holding it up in bed and stuff like that. Um, this, is, this is only a good upgrade if you use your standard Switch and either the Joy-Cons are going so you need to get new ones or maybe the battery's going so you need to get a new one. And you use it handheld predominantly. If you use it handheld predominantly or you use it in tabletop predominantly, that's the only reason I see it being a good upgrade because all of the, the features in it, the sides from the LAN port, uh, for, uh, they only benefit you when it's undocked, when you're holding it in your hands or you've got it on the table. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the speakers, the screen, the, the kickstand. Um, but if you are looking at making a new purchase for this one, I think it's actually a decent offering. And what I see them doing over the next six, the next six to twelve months, is phasing out the standard model, bringing the OLED model in, maybe bringing its price down by like forty bucks to like five hundred flat or something like that. Once it's the only model, and then saying this is the current switch from now on. You know, it's just as it's as it's as competent as the other one. It's just better. But there's no reason to offer you the other one now. 
Um, if you want that one, buy it secondhand. Um, but yeah, it, it's a weird move. It's because it's not even like it, what it is is it, it's it's the it's the Switch XL to the Switch standard in terms of like 3DS to 3DS 3DS XL. It's not new 3DS to new to old 3DS. It's it's just larger and slightly better. I wouldn't even say that. Like it's like that was a bigger step because that was like a better screen. Like everything about the 3DS yeah. XL was better than the 3DS. But like the, the, except the, the internals. No, sure, but I mean like th- th- half of the switch is docked, right? Um like l- like less like l- less than half of this switch is better. More than half of it is on par. Um Right. Like it's it's less than a half step, is what I'm saying. It's 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 less than a like a you know, the new slim PlayStation Two, right? You know, like that was like just like a better version of that console. Like this is just like it, it, it's better, you know. Like it's mostly the same. It doesn't like for the most part, you know. Like I play most of my Switch games docked. Yeah, um, me too. Like there's no point in me upgrading because I've got a good TV. Um, the the only other thing is like the Ethernet port would be good for people like I don't know competitive Splatoon players or whatever. But but most of them bought an sure. adapter already, right? Yeah, that's right. There was an adapter, wasn't there? There, there was yeah. an adapter, and like, look, you know, you can you can just you can also just buy the new dog. Like they're, they're selling that separately. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, which is like that, like that that's a good thing, but like it's like it's a, it's nothing. It, it's 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 nothing. It just doesn't exist. It's it's when they make it in an iter like. The Vita had three iterations. Um, three V-iterations, please. Um, and the like, each of those iterations were very, very minuscule. But they weren't announced as like, "Hey, look, it's the new Vita model." It was just like, "Hey, this one, like, this is just the new model of the Vita." This is the new one, yeah. yeah. Um, like iPhones have iterations, like in, in between well, those iterations. The Switch has already had an iteration where they upgraded the, the battery. Power battery, life. yeah. Yeah, like that was a the thing. They they went from like regular switch to whatever it's called flagship switch Flag. and that, that was very obviously like a replacement this one yeah. feels like an adjacent skew um and in a world of you know xbox one s's and series x's and ps4 pros and ps4s um this is like like the nintendo switch and the nintendo switch but it's a, like with just with an asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They should have just shown it off at E3 at this point. No, because people would have been more disappointed if it had come out at E3. They should have shown it off before E3. Mm, I, I, they might not have had it ready by then. They announced it in July. To announce it before E3 would have to be in May. I Like, that's like six weeks. I, yeah. I'm, it's good it. they didn't do it during E3. I don't think they should have. They shouldn't have announced it. They should have just made a better version of the console. <laughs> or waited. Say, Maybe, hey, look, yeah. we've got this in the tank. Manufacturing is fucked right now. We're looking to do this just like... But they also want to sell consoles. So. Well, yeah, and, you know, they probably had projections that relied on them selling a new console because that's what they've been putting R&D into in the, in for, for the last few months or years, you know? Like, they probably had to put something out. If they didn't, maybe they wouldn't have had to. It's hard to tell with a Nintendo. Yeah. But, um, I mean, this, yeah. this is a company that's sitting on, you know, the Metroid Prime trilogy. Um, yeah, just... You know, <laughs> it's been done for a while, um we'll see i mean they they did the same thing with mario um mario world deluxe whatever the, the one that came out a few months ago um 
3D All-Stars? No, the other one. 3D Land. 35? No, the, the fucking Oh, 3D World. Yeah, 3D World. Right. Um, that, that was done for like eight months before they announced it. Was Bowser's Fury done though? Yeah. Oh. That's like, the, like the game was done. As far as I'm aware, like they do that now. They just sit on finished games so that they, they can like release them whenever they want. That's, that's a wild strategy. Well, yeah, I mean, they're the best-selling games and they like to spread them out. It makes sense. Yeah, no, like, I, I get it. It's just, like, no one else does that. Yeah. Uh, the other announcement that happened a bit more recently, also in the vein of a Switch, uh, is the Steam Deck was announced. Now, it's, I'm pretty sure it's impossible to buy officially in Australia. It is. Um, however, this is a, a Valve official handheld computer device, basically, that runs a modified version of Steam OS. Um and it, yes, and it lets you play games on Steam from your Steam library in the palm of your hand. It looks like a beefier Switch. It's got two thumbsticks, D-pad, face buttons, and then two touchpads that go under that for both of your thumbs. Uh, you know, a la the HTC Vive controllers um, or uh, the the Steam controller that everyone loved 10 years ago. Um this one's this one's a weird one. Uh, you know, they've got a couple of models with different hard drive sizes, and one's got NVMe storage, and one's got just normal flash storage. And uh, I, 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 str- I, I don't know what my impressions are of this one yet. I've thought about it, and I'm like, it's interesting. I'm glad they're doing it. People seem excited about it, but I don't. I and I have I have ideas that I would use it for. Like I was like, oh, it'd be great if I could do it for this. It'd be great yeah. if I could do it for this. Yeah. But I don't. I'm not that excited about it. How, how are you two feeling about the Steam Deck? Um, I haven't really thought about it much, but I think I think I'm excited about it because I don't really use my Switch for anything other than Indies anyway, and I can just play if I can just play them on Steam. I don't know; it just seems easier for me. Yeah. Um, but I know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I always feel like. I'm always tossing up between it's like, oh, do I want to play this on PC or do I want to play this on Switch? And if there's a way to be like, well, how about both? Yeah. Yeah. Um, without having to fork out $30 on both, you know, um, that seems good to me. Um, yeah. And then just using the Switch as just first party Nintendo titles seems pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like if I had to think of the best use case for it, I've been trying to think of, better ways to get my um pardon me my computer's uh steam library streaming to my projector so i can play in the lounge room my pc titles mm-hmm. and you know looking at moonlight stream it to my old laptop but I, every time then i've got to make sure it's windows updated i spent a whole night trying to fix that the other day so it's really not a, a convenient system which means that um a lot of the time it ends up being that i just don't do it but if there was you know, if I could use this, it does have an HDMI, a mini HDMI out, I think, which means you can you can plug it into something and use it as an output. Yeah. Um, like that could be really cool. Um, and you're right, then because it's got the cross save, the cross save functionality, it's that it's that promise almost of the Xbox's play anywhere strategy, where you can play the same saves on Xbox on your on your on your telly, and then head over to your computer where you've got it installed there and pick up where you left off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Jeremy, what about you? Well, even to build off that, you know. It's running, you know, Steam OS, which I'm pretty sure is a, a split off of Linux. Yeah. Um, which you know, 
could potentially run in Talking. the mo- Moonlight, yeah. um, which could then just potentially run Game Pass games. Well, the thing is... To, sorry. No, no, you go. I was talking to my housemate about this and we were saying, like, if it runs Windows, then what's stopping it? It doesn't even say you can run um, Epic Game Store on it and stuff as well. Well, they said it's um, able like- to be meddled with and you can install Windows on it, which means yeah. that wouldn't stop you from then installing Epic, exactly. Game Pass, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. you can just have everything yeah. on a handheld console, which would, I don't know, that would be really great for me because I... I don't know, I am not really at my PC much anymore. And it means I could take it back to where I'm studying and it would just it would just work. Mm. But, yeah. I, like, and as someone who, you know, has been dabbling in, you know, uh, like xCloud and stuff, um, because I want, like, like I, I, I just have dreams of playing, like, Destiny in bed, basically. Um, <laughs> like, I, like, that would be perfect because it would be able to run stuff like that. Like, it can't, it can't, so, like, I, I have read that there's a few games you can't run at the moment, like, big name games like Destiny, Apex, a few filler stuff. Um, it can't run those at the moment because of some anti-cheat software not um, talking to the Steam Deck. Um, that, I'm assuming that'll get fixed for launch because those are some big games. Um, uh, but like, yeah, it would uh, it would help me play a lot of the games that I've bought, um, I think, because I would be able to... like I, I buy a lot of games on Steam a lot of the time because they are quite cheap. Um, on Steam, especially compared to Switch prices. Um, and I have a lot of games on Steam that I haven't had the, the chance to play because sometimes sitting down and learning a new game while I'm at my desk is like, like it, t- it takes no small amount of effort. And it also takes like the right headspace for me to go, okay, cool, I'm going to sit down and play a new video game. Um, whereas if I'm in bed, I can like kind of like, I can relax, I can lie down. I can give it not all of my attention because part of my attention is about like zooming out a little bit. I, you know, like the the idea of playing something like Dragon Quest Eleven um, on PC settings in bed is incredibly appealing. Um, or even you know like Civilization. Um, you know, I can play that on Switch, but like it's full price for Civ on Switch, right? I already own it on Steam. All the DLC is already on Steam, um, and it looks better on PC than it does on, on Switch. Um, and it probably controls a bit better because you can use like uh, like replicated mouse um, as well as, you know, like Civ already has fairly decent controller support anyway. Um, yeah, it seems like a really cool thing. The, the part that I'm semi-concerned about is that Steam doesn't have the best track record when it comes to hardware. Um, you know, in, like, like you mentioned before, Kerry, the Steam controller didn't do so well. Um, Steam Link I think was apparently a pretty good device that they didn't support at all Um, Steam Machines remember those? Uh, Remember when they started selling remember they started selling PCs? Um, I do and it didn't go very well didn't go very well for them at all Um, look you know and to their credit the Valve Index has done very very well Um, you know it is regarded as the best VR headset that consumers can buy at the moment um unless you're australian in which case you can't buy it um and that's a shame again because the the steam deck you can't buy in australia um because valve don't want to pay gst so like that is a really annoying thing um, i think they'll work that out because like eb Games sells the index now um which has me believing you know maybe they work that out because valve was figuring out ways to get an australian distributor faster right maybe they're doing that with the index so that they've got that that process down for when 
they can start moving the deck through Australia as well. You know, who knows? But no, because that they, they Valve and ACCC have had ongoing battles and stuff, and like, um. Valve at the moment does not like the Australian government, which is why for a good... Remember there was that weird period of time where, like, like I want to say, like, 30% of games couldn't be bought in Australia because they st- they stopped... They didn't want to pay the digital goods tax on games, and so there was a bunch of games that you couldn't buy in Australia on Steam because it was the, the, it was a really weird time where, like, seemingly random smatterings of games you just couldn't buy. I thought buy that was just because they, they employed the... the- AUD prices on Steam and all the developers and publishers had to go in there and manually set the AUD prices and a lot of them hadn't done that yet. I, I, I want to say it was because they weren't paying their digital goods tax because um, that was when that was brought in. I don't think... It, no, because it, it was after the AUD thing. Okay. It was, I want to say it was well after. Um, could be wrong there because like, that sort of time is a bit fuzzy. Um, but yeah, like... I don't know. Like I, 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 I need to see hands on. I guess. Yeah. Like it's it's semi unproven. Um, and not in a you know new generation of consoles way. In a like, you know, like actually don't know how well it's going to be supported. Kind of. One hundred percent. Yeah. So uh, just looking at. No, it's not. Uh, just looking at the specs as well. I do wonder about its performance. You know, it's got a four core. Um, CPU. It, it's got a, a GPU that I don't really know how to parse how well it performs in comparison to other units. Yeah, I, I felt the same way looking at the specs. I'm like, I actually don't know how to read this. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, 16 gigs of RAM, that's fine. You can get it with different memory abilities. Uh, the, the display, by the way, is through USB Type-C. It's not through HDMI, so you'd probably need okay. a pretty new system to output from it. Um, and then, yeah, it's 7-inch... Uh, 1280 by 800 LCD screen, touchscreen. Um, so, like, Change you know, it's, it is a shame, but, yeah, it is already expensive. You know, it's 400 for the base model, 649 for the top one, and that's US, so it's probably... We're, here, it's probably more like 550 to 850 um, from lowest to highest uh, with rough conversions. Um, that's That's a lot. <laughs> And and that's and that's not including the Australia tax, so we'll be paying 150 bucks more. Yeah, who knows? Um, so yeah, I, I like the idea of it, but not not really enough to be really keen for it. I think. Also, doesn't SteamOS suck? Well, this is a new version of it, uh, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's got a bespoke version of it for the Steam Deck. It's not right. the same as Big Picture Mode. I hate the name of it. The Steam Deck. Yeah, because I it's sitting in front of me right now. Um, behind my keyboard is a thing called the Stream Deck, um, and I can't separate those two words. <laughs> I look at that, I'm like, Steam are making a st- st- Steam Steam Stream Stream Deck. <laughs> I it, they needed a better name. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's not great. I think you're right. Um, yeah. Well, that'll do it. That'll just about do it for the for the well for the month. Really, we haven't haven't been able to talk too much. Uh, for most of July, really. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, like I said at the start, uh, you can find this episode and all other episodes of this podcast on minimap.com.au as long as, as along with our other podcasts, such as the Game Spoilers podcast, our, uh, our Game Club podcast, as well as uh, The Pecking Order, which is our uh, pop culture kissability ranking podcast, which is quite a good time. Um, if you want to support the show... 
you can go to patreon.com slash minimapau to support the show monetarily. Uh, you could also give this show a rating on your podcast service of choice. Give it, you know, the, the little heart or the plus or the thumb up or, or a five star or a 10 fishes out of the ocean. I don't know, whatever, whatever rating system your podcast service uses. Um, and if you're feeling particularly generous, if you could head over to the uh, iTunes listing of the show as well, give that a rating, that would help us out a lot. But only if you're feeling, only if you feel like it. Um, what else do we need to say? We're on Twitter. Uh, so the Minimap account is at MinimapAU. Uh, we're also all individually on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at KJPalmer underscore 24. Uh, Jeremy, what's yours? Uh, at Obi1Jez. J- uh, June, what's yours? JuneSJN underscore EWS. Uh, and I think that's just about it. Uh, we'll be back next time with some more impressions and questions and maybe some news unless nothing happens. Uh, but either way, we'll be back then. And until then, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.